0: The reports the one podcast that provides fact, not fiction, regarding issues facing America, whether internationally or domestically. And we have a lot going on, a lot to discuss about U.S. politics. But before we get started, let me introduce my fellow co-hosts, co-hosts. first one being Big Bad Joe Bits, yep. combat Marine from Iraq, wounded in Iraq, stepped on something he probably shouldn't have. But anyway, he's fine. And the other former Marine is Ray Krause. So, how's it going, both Ray and Joe? Great.
1: Going well. How are you doing?
0: Doing good. A lot. To, I mean, there's a lot going on. I think the one, well, we'll start with this. We're not going to spend the whole TikTok on it or the whole podcast because we discussed it last week. Was the Elon Musk Twitter releasing more information to a couple of journalists from DAC? And what we're finding out is the. FBI, the DOJ, the director of national intelligence and our intelligence agencies were working with the with Twitter and having weekly meetings about suppressing certain stories. Now, the biggest one when it came to the Hunter Biden story, this is a laptop that was turned in for some type of repair. And the guy after Hunter Biden leaves it after months, turns it over to the FBI And they've had it for a year, and then then when they broke the story at the New York Post about the business dealings of Hunter Biden and his father, Joe Biden, now President Biden, all the news agencies and social media companies shut it down, and the FBI— went to them prior to that saying this is probably Russian disinformation. Then you so, had 51. I kind of want to kind of break. Well, let me break
2: in here. Did Romney try to shut that investigation down with the Hunter Biden? I, that heard, I, th- I heard that come through the, the pipeline today.
0: That I don't know. I'd have to go back and see about that. I know the FBI and the intelligence agencies went to Facebook, I mean, not Instagram, Twitter, to tell Mrs this is potentially Russian disinformation. Now, the FBI had that laptop since 2019 and then you had 51 senior intelligence officials who were either like michael hayden former cia director just like john brenner former cia director then you had james clapper director of national intelligence under the obama administration you even had leon panetta and leon panetta is a moderate democrat who was a cia director he was chief of staff to bill clinton he was also secretary of defense they wrote a letter saying this in their estimation, is Russian disinformation. But in the letter, they never specifically saw the evidence.
2: Who's this Jim Baker guy?
0: Jim Baker was the lead counsel at the FBI. He gets fired because of what the whole Russian collusion narrative happened when there was no evidence to surveil or basically spy on Donald Trump. He goes over to Twitter, and he basically does the same thing. He sees Russian collusion under every rock. So when... Elon Musk starts to release it on the first release batch. James Baker was editing and taking things out that he didn't like or thought was shouldn't be public. So this is why Elon Musk fired him. And the explanation that James Baker gave didn't hold up to the scrutiny. So he was let go. And I think that's probably Elon Musk. I I can only speculate as using that because he did. If he fired him before that, then it could be wrongful termination. Yeah, but I don't
2: he doesn't seem like the person to care for wrong, no,
0: wrongful termination. No, but this way he can say you weren't doing what I was telling you to do so I can let you go.
2: Is it possible he was like the go between between like Twitter and the the well, the, that's, the party like the whatever party he was affiliated Well, that's what we
0: don't know and that's what the Republicans will have to find out because what I would like to know was James Baker the go between between <clears throat> himself The intelligence and FBI and DOJ and those 51 senior intelligence officials, because remember, when he was at the FBI, James Baker was also the go between between the Clinton campaign, Michael Sussman and others to release it, to keep going with this Russian dossier, even though they knew there was no evidence to back it up. They never substantiated anything. And we still have not had that dossier Just It's crap.
2: So going through like the and this is just just off general topic, I think we're gonna Ray and I just gonna throw you to see we're hearing some things. Correct. And you yeah. have a logical brain, unlike us who are more impulsive. So, so this whole XTC thing that's going down, the guy finally gets arrested. However, he gets arrested before he was supposed to be talk. He was supposed to talk to
0: somebody in Congress. You no, know, he was supposed to testify in front of on in front of, the, I think, the House Finance Committee. Okay. And I know I reference him a lot, but it's Jonathan Turley, who just so far a listener standpoint, he's a constitutional scholar at George Washington University Law School. But he's liberal, but he can, he can push his political beliefs aside and go by the law. So he wrote in a column that he was surprised that the SEC indicted him when they indicted him. Because had he testified in Congress, basically he said that all the prosecutor had to do was sit back, take a, eat a sandwich, drink a soda, have some popcorn. Because if he said anything, that can be used against him. Now, by indicting him before he testified on Capitol Hill, now he's lawyered up. Now you're not going to get some of the answers. And, and this is speculation on my part, but this, is, this part is fact. He gave about close to forty million dollars in the two thousand twenty-two midterm elections to Democrats. Oh, no. and he gave. I, I
2: want to correct you on that.
0: Which is it been,
2: now it's higher? <clears throat> no, the forty million went to Republicans. There's a billion. The billion. There was a billion with a B that went to Democrats.
0: Now I would have to, I would have to look at that because that's a very high number. Normally yeah. it's in the millions, but I would have to. Look. I'm not trying to dispute it, but I would have to go back. to That's what they, I heard. That's no, why no, it's so. Big. I want no, no, logical no, 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 no. John to comment in here. They looked at like Open, think open Secret and some of the FCC filings. It's only it was about thirty-nine to forty million dollars, not billion. So it's forty million dollars went to Democrats in the two thousand twenty-two midterm elections. I think it was like ten ten million went to Joe Biden during the two thousand twenty election. So maybe. Now, this is speculation. Maybe they didn't want him to testify because this was all would have came out. So now we're just going to have to wait till he goes to trial and get the information from there.
2: So anything coming about with the Twitter files being released? I mean, at any point, do you believe that Trump was right when it came to, like, suppression of his information when it came to social media.
0: Well, yeah, it was. He was right on this respect. When they did with Twitter, they finding out on all these releases yeah. that Twitter violated its own policy. The staff at Twitter, the employees at Twitter, just did. They, they just didn't like him, so they just wanted out and said, "I don't like Trump. We're gonna. We want. We need to ban him." But they allowed other people like the the, the cleric in Iran. They kept him on, but they didn't keep Trump. And the problem I would tell people can say this is a nothing story Oh, we it's no big deal. We got to prevent disinformation. Well, I would just explain to him to them. What is disinformation? If you provide if I say something that is not factual, the way to get back at me is to prove me wrong. Give me examples. Give me examples of your evidence to back up what you're claiming and back up and disprove what I'm saying. So free speech will destroy anybody who provides disinformation. What we have, and this is the danger part, everybody can say, well, private companies have the right to to do what they want with their company. Yeah, yes and no. The ACLU could say otherwise, said otherwise that they don't have that right. Then you have the FCC ruling in 230 or Section 230, what are these these companies? Are they publishers, or are they platforms?
2: Well, they said once they alter the text that were coming through, that makes them them publishers.
0: It would be like akin to the phone company back in the day saying, you're on a phone call, I don't like what he's saying, we're gonna cut you off. So here we are, where you had now this is where the big problem comes in for the Democrats. You had the Democrats, the media, and the government agencies working with twitter to suppress stories that they didn't like now we also have to look at and this is will come up when the republicans hold their hearings was the fbi working also with facebook instagram youtube and google to do the same thing these are things that we need to know and this is danger when you these groups get to determine what we hear and what we read Mm -hmm. that's not their role
2: so I think we're still on, on the Twitter files, and then someone
1: chimes in. Right? What did they say? So Jerry Warren, ninety-one. If you can help with the context, he says, "No, not when it comes to public trust." So
2: uh, is it when it comes to public trust, maybe to withhold information? Is oh, that?
0: I'm, I'm not sure. If, is he talking about Twitter withholding information?
2: I
1: think that's what we need a little
2: yeah, bit. more Yeah, and help we kind of ask him for context. Maybe he's listening,
1: and he can chime in. What he said. I'm sorry. Companies, in general, to do. I'm not
0: sure. Say that so when it comes. Well, maybe when it
2: comes to what's the section? Was it two two thirty? In the section, S-
0: come two thirty. The the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. Yeah, but see, so. this is what hasn't been defined yet. Are they? Because originally, when Twitter got started, they were like, "This is an open forum for us to discuss free speech." And then it morphed over, well, we got to limit this person, but not this person. And it always seems to go one way against Republicans and the conservatives. Now, even Mark Zuckerberg said he was contacted by the FBI. I would like to know is why is the FBI contacting these social media companies to suppress stories when they knew it wasn't false? But
2: isn't, okay, so is maybe social media now a little bit more of a Pandora's box where it's it's out and we're going to have trouble containing it. And they're trying to round up as much, as best as possible. And that's where
0: the government's got to step in and say, what, are you a publisher? Because then you're under certain legal obligations. If you're a platform, then you got to have all views must be heard except the most extreme hateful and someone insisting, insinuating violence.
2: So when is, okay, is hate speech going to be something that falls under a hate crime where you can't, like, you, they can maybe prosecute or... But what did we give you a
0: fine? That? Just And that's Ray makes a good point, but going back to you first, it's not a hate crime. That's when you commit something. It's already yeah. been committed. A hate speech is you say something very derogatory against a group. But that's going by what Ray had said is what defines hate speech. Because what we normally would define as saying something derogatory against African Americans or someone who's Jewish or someone who's Muslim. Some people can say that, but some people can take it further than that. What defines that? But see, that's where if they're a publisher, they're under certain legal obligation, just like newspapers are. If They can't willfully. That's why, like Nicholas Sandman, he was that 17-year-old kid who was on the Capitol Mall during a a protest, and he was, they said he was being racist toward this American Indian when the other way around. Well, the media ran with it, saying he was this racist, MAGA-loving individual They were sued and Nicholas Sandman won because the media willfully knew that it was false, but they still ran with it anyway. If you're a platform, all views must be heard.
2: So, okay, question I I have when it comes to Second Amendment type, or I'm sorry, First First Amendment. Amendment type issues is when I say something, I cannot get arrested for it, but can I get sued for it?
0: That depends. I would have to get to- I mean, to, like,
2: in a court- Okay, so, like, we have- Okay, well, we had the gay baker, they call it, but it's like when a, a baker didn't want to make a wedding cake like for- a same-sex couple. A same-sex couple. Okay, and then there's another one that's continuing where it's a web designer who does not want to make a website <laughs> for a same-sex couple, and I would I would- think that would fall under the first amendment it does fall under the first amendment when I think it comes the, and also like freedom of real
0: and so also the courts have gone toward okay they understand the dynamics of it but also the courts have ruled in favor of the baker and the web designer because at what point do does your rights begin and my religious rights end and that's but but some like of if that john
2: st- tries to sue me because i said you're bald
0: well, but even, okay, no, I mean, you can't be sued for that. It's just like defamation of character. I looked up defamation of character. You know what, John? You have hair. Defamation. <laughs> defamation. I'm you. But defamation of character is a very, very high bar to reach. You have to really prove that it was detrimental to your earnings. Like when Nicholas Sandman and also Kyle Rittenhouse, when they sued, and I know Kyle Rittenhouse's case is still going, but Nicholas Sandman – He sued, and he won. And I think the reason why he won, because it was a defamation of character, because he's prevented, a lot of schools preventing him from going to their university.
2: I have a question about Rittenhouse. Now,
0: okay, what he did was, I would say,
2: under a court of law, it was justified. And no, yay for him. He's been making a lot more appearances on Twitter. I don't know if you noticed that. I haven't. He wants... What's Elon, his angle?
1: He wants Elon Musk to release all of his ACE files it. per the written house, so that way you don't get the entire meaty angle of his story. You're <laughs> actually getting the full perception. Okay. Of the well, I think out. that's the. But, this, I mean, is
2: he, but he made like this vague post about like the Capitol building, and he said soon is this kid going to be running for Congress no,
0: here? No, I think what he's looking for is, like we're all looking for is. What role did Twitter play? Because remember, Twitter called him a white nationalist, white supremacist, a terrorist, and everything. What did they? Because they knew that this was false. Because even a lot of constitutional scholars, not just Jonathan Turley, said if you watched the hearings, and that, or if you watched the hearings, Kyle Rittenhouse was innocent. If you listened to the media, he was guilty. Because a lot of the a lot of the statements that the media ran with, because I wasn't paying attention. And then all of a sudden I paid attention at the end when, the, when it came out on when it was the trial was playing on television. And I thought he, oh, he traveled Wisconsin. Well, no, he has family in Wisconsin. Oh, he took this weapon across state lines. And Ray can attest better than I can because he's a Second Amendment advocate. Aficionado. Aficionado. <laughs> but. It's illegal to take an, a weapon across state lines to Under commit age. underage. So he would have been guilty on that, but he, that wasn't the case. No, I think so, he, someone gave it to him. No, it, was at his it, dad's house. it was at his dad's house. They also made it sound like he traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles. And then I looked at the map. Kenosha is just right across the border. I kept thinking Kenosha was deep in Wisconsin. It's just on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. It's south of Milwaukee. <laughs> it's just So a lot of things... The misconception was there, but the the media knew this was false. That's where you can get sued, mm-hmm. and that's where Sandman won because the media knew they were pushing a story out that was false. How did How is it
2: not getting to that point when it comes to media, when it's like MSNBC or CNN or even Fox, I'll put them in there, where if they're reporting something falsely – and they're getting sued. I mean, you would think after a while the executives would be like, hey, knock it off. It depends though, because. Or is there like an insurance kind of backing
0: up to it? No, but you got to look at this. These big companies have the money to keep fighting. You, Most people don't. If I was defamed, literally defamed, it hurts me for making a living, I don't have the legal, mo- I don't have the money to go get an attorney to fight and appeal and these companies know that that's how they ruin people look at what's going on with those who were accused unjustly from the trump administration like a michael flynn or carter page carter page was surveilled illegally after the doc the lead fbi attorney altered the evidence and submitted it and lied to a federal judge he was ruined financially because Government's got deep pockets. Corporations have deep pockets. That was just a different tactic. They
2: didn't like Trump, and they were trying to get anything and everything on him. So instead of going him at him directly because he was the president or the incumbent or at the time— they were like, all right, let's get everybody else around him to see if we can turn up something. And, that, yeah, and, that's and, it, a, and it backfired, but a lot of people were well, A lot unjustly. of people had their lives
0: ruined because of
2: that. But the thing is, like, when Trump stepped into the spotlight, people were like, oh, we can't have this.
0: Well, the reason they changed it is in 2016, even in 2000, they gave Trump a lot of airtime, free airtime. Oh, what is he going to say next? Because they never thought he would become president. Mm-hmm. One, they said, we can't do this again. So the social media companies went against Trump. But the case in point with more we'll have to see get released. What role, like you said earlier, did James Baker have coordinating with the FBI and these 51 intelligence? I would also like to know what role did the FBI, did the FBI coordinate just only with Twitter? Because we already know through Mark Zuckerberg's testimony in front of Congress, the FBI coordinated or talked with facebook about some of these things so
2: i think what kind of prompted this week's topic as i was thinking about it was that i was listening because i listened to news talk or talk talk radio just it's on a little it's on a conservative side but not too recently david letterman goes to ukraine to interview president Zelensky. For his, for this guy's show. Or, so for David Letterman's show. you also heard like some report that they're opening up like a chocolate shop in Ukraine. And I understand that Ukraine is a big country, but is this a wag the dog kind of situation? Is this kind of just there? A lot of like shock and awe, but is there really anything going on, or is there anything that to be concerned of? Or is it just kind of, this is there so we can... What
0: David Leatherman's doing? Yeah. Or
2: no, anything. Just let's occupy the U.S. with Ukraine stuff so we can do something on the other side. It's almost like sleight of hand kind of tactics. What do you think? No, I
0: just think it's, that's, people can make that. I don't think so.
2: But I mean, it seems quite
0: obvious when you think, when it comes to that.
2: I mean, what do you, I mean, Ray, what do you think?
1: I think the whole thing in Ukraine is a whole propaganda war. Just on who, which way of living is better? It seems to be a money dump, but I mean, then you have the other side. The real, the story's coming out. I saw this morning that Russia is looking to siege the capital of Ukraine, Kiev, again. So that means they're closing in. So they, you, you have yes and
0: no. I mean, I looked at there's a web, there's a, 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 a pu- public policy think tank that deals with international policy called the Center for Strategic International Studies. I think everybody looks at it. For, through the lens of conspiracy theory and when it comes to Ukraine we're not sending combat troops this is not the Afghanistan where and even in Iraq to that degree where the the Iraqis and Afghans weren't fighting like the Ukrainians the Ukrainians are united in their hatred for Russia and they're united and we got to push back on Russia so, so we are sending aid to them and it's Russia has been has lost a huge amount of troops, personnel, obviously, but a military equipment that was far more than they ever bargained for. Now, this has set the stage because it's interesting. I mean, I was on a radio program on Monday, and it was WXJB up in Brooksville, Florida, which is north of Tampa. And I got into it with the radio host, and he was praising President Biden for what he's doing with sending arms and equipment and aid to Ukraine. And I support the president for doing that. The problem is, it's not what you give a country during a time of conflict that should be praiseworthy. It's how do you prevent a conflict from getting started? I use President Eisenhower as an example. Many times, the adversaries never knew what he was going to do. But if he did, he acted decisively. If you look what happened with Putin when he invaded Georgia, was at the tail end of the Bush administration because we were tied up with and given ambivalent decisions, what we were doing in Iraq and Afghanistan. Then you go with Barack Obama. Putin invaded Crimea after we set the red line that we would attack Syria if they used chemical weapons or moved chemical weapons. Once they did use chemical weapons, we didn't do anything. So our words became feckless. So Putin moved in Ukraine and we still did nothing. And if you go to Donald Trump, as much as people disparage Donald Trump, he killed about 500 Russian mercenaries and Putin never said anything because he knew he was boxed in. If he would have said something, he would have admitted that Russian mercenaries were in Syria. But Putin never did anything. China never did anything. So going
2: going back to Ukraine now, I mean, there's a lot. Okay, so we have so we did talk about the XTC, them supposedly either one giving them forty million or two that could have been a billion but it's also money that was given to the to them through Ukraine. Okay. And we're giving money to Ukraine. So is there is this okay, not just that, but is there a big laundry money laundering scheme going well, that's on? That's something
0: to be that was that's something to be investigated and have seen. Now the money we again I go back to the Center for Strategic International Studies. There was a report that came out last month they were talking about how they broke down this money that we've been given. Now, we've been given billions of dollars and massive amount of military equipment to Ukraine. And they were supportive of the, the Biden administration for doing this in these three or four aid packages. Where they faulted the Biden administration is, and I know, Ray, going, not putting words in your mouth, is when you keep hearing we're given this much money, but where is the money going? The president needs he's the commander in chief and he's the chief spokesman for the country. He needs to explain, hey, America, we're giving this much money. The money is going to be spent over here and over here. But we're not doing that stuff and we're not getting we're never going to. This just puts this falsehood in America is like this is just being wasted, and we need to look at the long term pro- prospect, not just so, what's going short term. Ray's
2: got something for you. So,
0: oh, I can see this coming.
1: DC Audio and Light Lighting said Trump left Syria and two mili- military bases.
0: Remember, the question I would ask this individual, I think the, and I've read many books on this. Um, the president was having conflict with his national security staff and that includes Secretary of Defense General Mattis who didn't want us to pull out. The question is it's not what we're doing, we're bombing this, we're attacking this. We're using a tactical strategy and an operational strategy. What that means is this is what we're going to do, that's a tactic. And operationally this is who's going to do it. What Trump was looking at is what are we trying to accomplish in the Middle East? We can't be there for freaking decades. What are we trying to accomplish? This is what he was trying to vet out. And still to this day, even under the, Obama, the Biden administration, what are we trying to accomplish in Syria? Are we trying to build a government back there? Are we, who are we backing? Why are we backing? What is the long term strategy, not just the tactical or operational? And this is where Trump and the, his national security team are butting heads. That's the same thing in Afghanistan. Trump was like, we've been there 20 years. What are we trying to accomplish?
2: So, I mean, you gave him a you gave him the explanation, but is he right?
0: Who's Trump?
2: No, about the individual DC audio light leaving Syria and two military. About leaving, is it, but is he right? No, when, we're
0: still we still have military forces there. We were even under the end that when Trump left, we still had military forces okay, there. Okay, but he was still fighting. The, the this foreign policy bureaucracy is. The question you have to look at is.
2: Alexa, pause.
0: What are we trying to accomplish in national? Alexa, pause. What are we trying to accomplish in national security? We, Alexa, stop.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. The question go back. <laughs> let <is>, go back. <laughs> what are we trying to accomplish? You got to have a national security vision. What is our strategy beyond just we're going to bomb this? We're going to yeah. We can do all those things, but what are we trying to accomplish? What is the end goal that's going to make something better or going to establish something there? What are we trying to accomplish? And nobody's defined that beyond just keeping troops in. But all three of us have been in the military, Joe and myself, have been there. And I did three tours. I was in Afghanistan in 2002, and I went back in 2012. And even in 2012, no one could define what our mission was. So, so- how do you def- how do you do something without a a redefined mission of what we're trying to accomplish.
2: To round it up, John, or to round this off, I mean, I have a very important question for you. What's that? Seen any good Christmas movies
0: lately? Yeah, I've seen some great ones. (laughs) There's one, stuff on the Lifetime channel. I used to have the Great American Family channel, then I guess my cable thing was off.
2: They don't support non binary <laughs> But just to let you know,
0: I do, and Joe knows this, I love my Christmas movies. Yes. I could watch them for freaking ever. In my place, a guy I'm staying with temporarily, he has. What do you want for Christmas, Joan? Well, she's married now. I wanted Jessica Alba, but that didn't happen. <laughs> now, I just want to get this podcast up and running and everything, but that's all I wanted for Christmas. I just want people to. To have a better life, have a good family, and just get what they like coming, like a better job, better economic future, because everybody's happy economically. You know what? John, do you have a Venmo? Yeah, I got Venmo. All
2: right. I think we might want to try something.
0: (laughs) I have an idea. Oh, I'm sure you do. Christmas Venmo. (laughs) If anything, maybe
2: somebody will give you at least a dollar if we do it.
0: You got to be careful, because I read somewhere, and I got to vet this out, that... I don't know how it works. The, they got the IRS six hundred one dollars. I don't know if, what that means. Is if you just give somebody stuff? No, but
2: I'm saying like if you put your look, we have the capability of TikTok. If you just want to put your Binmo
0: in TikTok and yeah. I all think jobs, it was,
1: you could audit after six hundred one dollars. But I don't know what that
0: means. Is that means if I give, it's like I give somebody edits corrects my articles, does that mean she has to declare?
1: Oh, I don't know. All I know in the big in the grand scheme of it all, is they get to use the 82,000 new IRS troops on all the peasants. Th- they're that'd not going to use be the, the
0: IRS troops are done, right? Yeah, because the House has the ability for... Um, Without the Senate, though, but they can hold up appropriations for the IRS on just that particular topic.
2: That's good.
0: So, John, how can they get a hold of you and maybe with your Venmo? (laughs) You can get a hold of me by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. Or you can go to any of the social media companies like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler. um, Was it the other one? Oh, TikTok, obviously, that we're on but keep checking out the podcast you can see other podcasts that we've done on all the streaming sites let us know what you think and I do appreciate Joe and Ray and all the questions we get we're trying to do this where I would just we just if you have the questions you want to put out in fact what's fiction what's not what's just rumor mongering 2023 is our year john yep we're gonna push this out and our goal is to do this on a full-time basis every day so
2: at least when the housing market crashes you can get a good house
0: but i do or you uh,
2: you can squat yeah there you go but i do
0: appreciate (laughs) joe but also gotta remember i got ray kraus who's a big second amendment proponent he's a gunsmith he's very knowledgeable about firearms and the one thing they do a podcast that's a little bit more edgier as they sip on their freaking booze and whiskey. But <laughs> they're
2: anti Mormon juice.
0: But if you have questions about what firearm to buy, especially if you're a novice shooter and you're unsure what to get, you can ask Ray. I
2: can ask you too. You yeah. sell them. You and I do sell firearms. I do. No, not but a cop. You're not but a if cop. you're
0: also looking to ask questions about what is a red flag going into. firearm store because i had a friend's friend went to a gun store out in california and they sold her this eight hundred dollar weapon which is far above somebody should have been sold to who's a novice shooter so ray can answer any questions about anything regarding firearms or if you need gunsmithing, he's the person to go to. So, Ray, how would they find you as well?
1: They can find me at raymond.aags gmail.com. And we can go over anything from purchasing a fire, your first firearm or if you're a little bit more advanced, you want to get into that conversation, customization, anything talking. I know we're following the pistol, bra- pistol brace ban that's currently moving. They didn't sign it last week. Hopefully they never sign it, but we will fight that tooth and nail. So that's it for me.
2: Uh, All right, and you can catch Ray and I on All-American Gunslingers, and we're doing a couple other things. We're doing All-American Gunslingers featuring, and you'll get us good guys with guns. You'll get the Everything Dad. You'll get Yobali reports. And we're working on another podcast called Two Marines, One Movie, and we'll get more information out there about that. But until then, we will talk to you guys later. Yep, keep
0: following Yobali reports and let your friends and family know about Yobali reports. And remember, every Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Time, You can check Ubali reports out. So till then, have a great day.